0: Cletus, are you there? My angel This is for you What did the doctor say? He said the mutations are advancing My powers are too strong Cletus, I'm scared It's gonna be okay They're coming to take me away sending me to a place where there are others like me they can't do that they can't take you from me you're my one bright light i will always love you oh Any last words?
1: Reviews. I am your host, Critical, and it feels good to be back. And of course, I'm not by myself. Nope. I have to introduce this guy. Kind of like this guy.
0: Well, you better, goddamn it.
1: I, I feel I sh- shouldn't be saying this, but I. I, I I don't know, something's come over me. And uh yes, no further ado.
0: Without further ado, you'll get it.
1: The most interesting. Very. Charismatic. Yep, I'm
0: swinging my balls.
1: I mean, king of... King... Spit it out. Take your time. King of my life.
0: Yes, yes. Say hey, that shit. <clears throat> you. Woo! Woo! Yes, yes. Thank me. Yes, yes. I am here.
1: It's good to have you back on the show, buddy. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's really good to have you back on the show. Um Yeah, uh okay. What was that? Um Yeah. So for those out there, please continue to make me last by giving listener support to the podcast. I would truly appreciate that. I would appreciate that a lot. Uh, Pass me around to your friends. Pass me to your family members, to the fellow drivers out there. Keep doing your thing. Everybody that's getting their money, found a way to make money, continue to get your money. All right. That's what's up hopefully you enjoy
0: doing what you do to get that money so so critical my dumbass friend i want to do the news i feel like it's news
1: time oh uh, you want to do the news certainly i cannot tell you no you sure can't for some reason i cannot tell you no sure go ahead n- knock yourself out
0: Welcome to the oob news, ow, yes, we're going to be going over some entertainment news that I thought was pretty entertaining, for those Hellraiser fans out there, just to kind of give you a heads up, for all the people that's going to have a stick up their ass about a woman playing Pinhead, well, it's time for you all to get those sticks, because you have Jamie Clayton to play Pinhead, now for those who don't know who Jamie Clayton is, you might have seen her on Sense8, or the L Word, but anywho, Yes, uh, Dave Picot. I believe he's a big fan of Jamie Clayton. He actually brought it to my attention that she was in the Sense8 series that's on Netflix. Hopefully it's still on Netflix. But anyway, uh, yeah, so just for those who didn't know, in the novella, Pinhead didn't have a known gender, but it, Pinhead did have a feminine and melodic voice, but you didn't know what Pinhead was, so I guess Pinhead was, uh, what would you call it, A uh, gender fluid in the novella, and, uh, it was described as either female or of an indescribable gender. So that's gonna be interesting. Hopefully they do great things for that movie. Uh, when I saw the film, it made my bones ache. My favorite uh, Hellraiser movie definitely was Hellraiser 2. I did enjoy that. I felt that that was scary and it made my bones ache just seeing all that meat and flesh just squirming on the floor and stuff like that. So, and also, No Time to Die opens lower than Daniel Craig's three previous Bond movies. Now uh, Daniel Craig's been playing the part this part for 15 years, surpassing Roger Moore as the actor to play 007 the longest so i'm supposed to be taking my well i might i'm not supposed to but i might take. as a matter of fact i might just get critical to take my godfather to go see this film he's a big bond fan now me myself i'm not a bond fan at all i it was just the whole thing of a guy in a tuxedo saving the world i was a comic book guy you know the only person that wore tuxedos was bruce wayne and bruce wayne always had to change into his batman outfit to save the world and i've never seen bruce wayne run around saving the world in in a tuxedo so i i had as a child i had a little bit of um discrepancies about that you know a savior or hero in a tuxedo you, you, you drink martinis dirty martinis in a tuxedo you don't save the world in a tuxedo but i've grown up now and you know some of that still has lingered from the past but i'll watch i watch bond movie i don't hate bond it's just i'm not a big fan of it um that's all I'm just not a big fan and so i wonder if uh acknowledging or saying that there's going to be a black james bond if that you know made this made it to where bond is going to have a lower opener or is it because of covid or is it because of the comic book movies that's generating all of the butts and seats? So we never know. We'll never know. And also, Rob Zombie is going to be directing the monsters movie. Yep, yep, with Lurch. I think that's Lurch. No, Eddie Monster. Uh, what's his name with the mustache? I'm, I'm tripping. I am tripping. Nope, that's the wrong. I'm thinking about the uh, Adam family. But yeah, but Eddie Monster uh, definitely was one of the one of the characters in the TV series. Uh, there was Herman Monster. Grandpa, that was the vampire, Lily Monster, you have Eddie Monster, as I mentioned earlier, Marilyn Monster, and Clyde Thornton, and you know, several other people, and I don't know if they're going to be in the movie, but I don't know, I've never known Rob Zombie to be uh, comedic on purpose, so we shall see. And also, for those who did watch this uh, film that we're about to review, Venom. Just to kind of give you a heads up he used footage of the matrix so they used footage of the matrix for. actually they were in the same place the matrix was shooting out there in san francisco and venom he needed to shoot out there as well so what ended up happening was they decided to share share some footage so if you all remember that scene where venom was on the top of the quake tower and there was a helicopter flying around and venom was like yeah they're looking for us they're looking for carnage or they're looking for us or whatever Actually that was the film crew from The Matrix. So maybe the Matrix and Venom is in the same universe. Hmm. Well anyway, that is it for the news. So I take it back to Dumber. Yeah, because yeah, the other one is dumb, so you're dumb. Yeah, I take it back to Dumber.
1: Alright. Thank you you for the news. Uh, a lot of that stuff I didn't know about. On to us and being such a great producer to the show and i we all thank you and love you you and i can can i just do the show now thank you today we're going to be reviewing this film, you might recognize this name. He goes by Andy Serkis. Now he directed Mowgli Legend of the Jungle. He also directed the Ruins of Empire. But you might know him for playing Schmeagol, my precious off of Lord of the Rings. Or you might know him from Black Panther, playing a Conor McGregor version of Ulysses Claw. Now, the writer for this film, you have Kelly Marcel. She wrote the first film Cruella and Fifty Shades of Grey. The other writer, surprisingly, Tom Hardy, he got a credit. He wrote taboo TV series. Also, the creator of the character, Todd McFarlane. That's who made Spawn. That's who is getting sued by everybody. Maybe you log line for this film. A down and out news reporter fused with a symbiote. Oh, that almost sounds familiar. Mm. A down and out news reporter fused with the symbiote makes a big break by exposing a flicted and callous serial killer. Flicted in the Southeast. That's what we call can't get right. You're off. You're a little loco. You're 7.30. I think they say that in New York. But yeah, you're a little off. That's what flicked means. But before a sentence to death, the serial killer absorbs the symbiote and spreads carnage throughout the city. Characters for this film. You have Eddie Brock. Lesnar, no, just Eddie Brock, or Venom, played by Tom Hardy. He was in Inception, The Dark Knight Rises, and also Mad Max. Cletus Cassidy, also Carnage, played by Woody Harrelson. He was in White Men Can't Jump and Natural Born Killers and weighing she is being played by Michelle Williams not Destiny's Child she also played in My Week with Marilyn and Blue Valentine will you be my Valentine I don't have a Valentine I never have Valentines I'm smart francis barrison better known as shriek played by naomi harris she was in 28 days later moonlight and black and blue i actually like naomi harris i think she's dope um i loved her character in 28 days later i thought that was pretty cool then man she was in black and blue and you know just the respect she gave Foundation of Black Americans. She was like, yo, I got this role, and I'm really gonna, you know, play this role and support you guys. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's love. You know what I mean? That's all love. Dr. Dan Lewis. Played by Reed Scott. He was in The Big C and VEEP. I said it correctly. It's called VEEP. You have Detective Mulligan everybody just just stop for one second and say mulligan just say it we're gonna do a countdown three two one mulligan fuck you if you didn't say mulligan because it's fun to say mulligan now detective mulligan played by stephen graham he was in snatch and pirates of the caribbean dead men tell no tales duh unless he left a note that means he's smart and dead was smart featuring in this film you have little sims performing venom i actually uh, remember this young lady playing well i actually remember this young lady off the nba 2k21 song choice it's pretty dope you know it was kind of weird she kept saying venom venom i I don't know who made her say that over again like unless she does that at her shows if if she does that at her shows i hope somebody like saw this movie and said don't do it again now How I felt about the first Venom, I wasn't a big fan. If I'm not mistaken, I gave it like six something. I gave it a rating of six. Hopefully, I didn't give it a six and a half. I didn't even watch it again. It was just uh, so lackluster and kind of boring. I did like the villain. I think that was the only thing I liked about the movie was the villain the villain felt somewhat realistic like a real dude a real person nobody else felt real in that movie except like the the antagonist really wasn't a fan of it but i can tell you about venom origins for those who don't know venom first appeared in the amazing spider-man 252 with a full force appearance in the amazing spider-man 300 and The last time, or the first time, I saw Venom, uh, including the suit. This is before Venom had the sharp teeth and the tongue. This was Secret Wars, I believe number eight, with Beyonder. He gave Spider-Man the suit, the symbiote suit, the black suit, and in the comic books, I like the way that suit changed the character. It made Peter Parker darker. Now, if you love Peter Parker as a comic book fan, that was a, a threat. You know, that you know that your favorite character was being attacked. Cause Spider-Man was pretty cool in the comic books. He talked a little shit here and there. Kind of happy go lucky type of guy. And you know when you see or know a happy-go-lucky type of person in your circle, well, then they're having a bad day. You know, that that kind of Makes one feel uncomfortable, doesn't it? It's like, all right, I felt the dark cloud. It's always sunshine, unicorns, and rainbows with this one. Now I see the dark cloud hovering above. So yeah, you know, that was really cool. And a lot of people don't like Spider-Man 3. I enjoyed Spider-Man 3, to be honest, because it stuck to the script. You know, the symbiote changed Peter Parker. See, I couldn't stand Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker. Like, the movies were cool. The action was great in those movies. I loved Doctor Octopus. You know, Green Goblin was cool. But I just couldn't get... I didn't like Peter Parker. That was, that's the only reason why I couldn't fully enjoy Spider-Man. You know, it was because of Peter. Which one, well, we married Jane Peter Parker. Oh, Mary Mary Jane, can I go in the bathroom and take a piss? I have to go real bad, Mary Jane. Like, come on, dude. Like, no, you're not going to get a girlfriend. Who wrote this? It's not reality. You know what? You're pandering for nerds who have to get their game up. Let them get their game up. You know? Stop pandering. Pandering all the goddamn time no 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 see that's why i like spider-man 3 you know when that symbiote got on him it was a different peter parker yeah it was cheesy it was cheesy i enjoyed it because you know what if he would have done that in the streets in real life there would have been women that uh, that turned their nose up at him but there would also would have been women that liked it they would have been like ow he's dancing in the streets you know what i'm saying so yeah you know that's just how it is he had confidence say it with me confidence that attracts women confidence he had it he had all of that you know he was an asshole but uh 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 what woman have you not seen with an asshole not every woman just dates assholes but come on let's be real let's be real even if you don't date them how many times have you had to talk your friend out of uh 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 embarrassing herself, you know, keep going over there or putting herself in situations for the asshole. Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's not pander. We're not pandering over here. Uh-uh. Nope. Nope, not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Let's be real. Let's be real. And Peter Parker, Peter Parker was an asshole. What he did in that club it was g shit that shit was that shit was messed up but it was g shit yes it was carnage origins let's discuss that let's discuss it so the carnage origin uh carnage once was a serial killer that went by cletus cassidy cletus cletus who who would name their who would name their character cletus Cletus. If you say his name, you gotta, you gotta say Cletus. You gotta whistle. I don't know how to whistle with the asses. Cletus. I can't do it. I can't whistle it. But anyway, Serial Killer went by Cletus Cassidy. When Cletus Cassidy then became Carnage, when Eddie Brock had Venom help him escape from prison, a piece of Venom symbiote is left behind and attaches to Cletus <laughs> Then you have Shriek. Shriek first appeared in Spider-Man number one of May, 1993. She is actually the first mutant in the MCU. If Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, if they aren't mutants, Shriek is the first mutant in the MCU. That is now canon. We'll get back to that later. We'll get back to that later. we we'll get back to that later. So, yeah, so she's the first mutant, and the uh, she discovered her powers in Cloak's dimension, for those who don't know about Cloak and Dagger. Cloak is the black dude that just looks like a flying ghost with a cloak. Do you have Dagger that, like, shoot light beams out of her hands? If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're never going to know what I'm talking about. I doubt you will Google it. Anywho. Spoilers, folks. Because my dislikes and likes. My likes and dislikes. The movie got too silly at times. Too silly. Just too many, too many, too many jokes. I want to tell too many jokes. I was not feeling that. You know, it, it, it. oh I won't say I wasn't feeling it, but it was just it was a little redundant at times, but it, it wasn't too bad. I felt it, though. I felt it was too silly. Also, I felt that Anne should have died like Win Stacy because there were no risks. This movie had no risks. Like it was like nothing that was going to happen that made me feel anything was a threat at all. We know Venom, Eddie Brock, isn't going to die. So you gotta put his friends in jeopardy. Somebody that's close to him. Miss Chan. You know, uh Dr. Dan Anne. I'll say Anne, you know, to kinda give it that Spider-Man. I wanna say Spider-Man. Yeah, I guess the Spider-Man send off, you know, like a little shout out to Spider-Man and kill Anne. You know? It was too silly, you know, like, like supposed to be dark venom. Like, I, I think if you get bitten by a snake that has venom or bitten by a spider that has venom or stung by a scorpion that has venom, I don't think, I don't think everything's going to be a joke. I think it's going to be pain. I think we should, I think they should keep it. Keep it as that. Pain. The origin of carnage was a little weak. You know. Venom attacking Cletus. Yeah, I wasn't feeling that. Venom. He gets angry. So there's they're in the cage. Cletus. And Brock Lesnar came to visit Cletus. Because he was set for. Cletus was getting ready to get. Uh, executed so Brock was invited and Brock got information but the point is Cletus tried to to uh, piss off Brock and when he did that the Venom symbiote attacked Brock I mean, excuse me, attacked Cletus and slung him all around the cage with the guard inside which the guard couldn't see for some weird reason because I guess they're trying to say that uh, Brock's body was was blocking the vision of the guard even though the symbiote is throwing Cletus to left side to the left side of the cage and to the right side of the cage back and forth and he didn't know the guard didn't know Then after that, Cletus runs over to Brock, grabs Brock's hand, and bites him. After that, somebody shoots some black tar at you and slings you from one cage to the other side of the cage. And you're like, I'm in fight mode. I'm going to bite you now. Chomp. Hated it. Flashback. The CGI wasn't that great. It was, it was, it was whatever. And I, and I wasn't feeling the Genyu Force pose. Shout out to Dragon Ball Z. I wasn't feeling the Genyu Force pose. Venom did when in the church when he jumped in front of the stainless steel glass. Not stainless steel, but the what they call it, the the stainless, uh, the stained glass church glass and he did that little pose the ginyu force pose before he attacked like why no like it should be strategy be cool off strategy be cool off strategy do something that you know that has strategy and i'm tired and i'm I'm like with clean i'm tired of the same we got that in the first venom two characters that fight similar similar powers you know they're not doing anything with it if you're going to do it make it interesting make it where one person has a certain have may have that same power but yet they use that power differently than the other person the other person hasn't figured it out yet you know come on man come on like a swordsman every swordsman can't fight the same gotta switch it up to make it interesting baby gotta switch it up you know Alright, the film should have been rated R, but it was rated PG-13 and you felt it. Carnage didn't really get a distinct or impactful personality tea to even be mentioned in a movie villain top 10. It, I mean, just, just sad. Cletus, I mean, whatever, but no. They weren't really the best villains for the job. I'd rather this movie be a rated R movie and just let it be about carnage and shriek. I love that energy they had, seeing them causing chaos, you know, uh, uh, causing mayhem, causing carnage. That would have been pretty cool. That would have been pretty cool. Eddie and Venom felt like fillers at times. They did. They did. Like, it was like action, and then all of a sudden, when it shows Venom, it's action. I'm Venom, excuse me. When it shows Carnage, it's action. Then when it comes to Venom, it's like. You know, it turns into a Benny Hill skit. Yeah, uh, three Stooges so yeah it, it did this is basically a superhero sitcom like a superhero odd couple or a superhero hero perfect strangers and Venom's balky the fight scene was a build up to a to mediocrity. It was a build-up to mediocrity. What can I say? Police, don't move! That's what they said to fucking Carnage as he's, like, killing everybody while he's walking down the Gen Pop general population. And the police hold their guns out and say, Police, don't move! Hated it killing off the main villains. Maybe they're in an alternate universe. A MCU universe where the characters can be better. Hopefully. Why Eddie Brock? Why Eddie Brock? This character. Piece of shit cat. Well, he's not a piece of shit. He's just he's just he's not interesting. I don't care about Eddie Brock. It's, it's, it's nothing like just seeing him go through shit, you know. Just uh, it's nothing interesting that stands out about Eddie Brock at all. Nothing. It's, I don't want to follow this guy. I don't want to. I don't know anything. I, I just don't. I mean, I I don't know what to say. And why does Cletus want to be Eddie's friend? Where the hell did that come from? They just pulled that shit out of their ass. I just wanted to be your friend. No. Wasn't feeling it. Shriek shot in the eye, and this is how her eye looks. Don't tell kids that, because they're gonna be shooting themselves in the eye, thinking they'll get a cool eye. That was stupid. She gave her a patch for all of that. It didn't make sense. It was too, it was too, I don't know, this this movie should have come out, like, around the time of, like, Michael Keaton's Batman. There's <laughs> certain weird things, like, hacking the internet. Why is Carnage hacking the internet? He's supposed to be, like, blood, right? Isn't he supposed to be, like, blood vessels or something like that? When can blood vessels or blood hack the internet? <laughs> This should have come out with Batman because it's just like why why are they hacking the internet like why didn't somebody tell Andy Circus, hey, I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> I don't think this is a good idea at all. Hey, hey hey, let's let's hack the internet. I don't know if that's how Andy Circus speaks. I think he has like a British accent. Hey mate, I don't know I'm not gonna do that because my British accent is terrible. Also, there was some pandering. So Venom's out of the closet. No, 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 really. Venom's out of the closet. Venom came out. He's the first black gay superhero. Move over, Brian Tyree Henry. So, Brian Tyree Henry, uh, he's playing a gay superhero character on Eternals. And he has a son. If you watch the last trailer, he has a son. And they always talk about this beautiful kiss. We're not going to tell you. We're not going to tell you about. We're not going to tell you about the story, what Eternals is about. What 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 the plot may be? What's the summary? What's the log line? No 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 no. You didn't. You need to know about this beautiful kiss. Now I think this beautiful kiss is the fact that um uh, the eternal character and Michael Henry had a baby because he has a son on there. I don't think he like he had a son from a previous marriage and felt like he was gay and no 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 no. He's a black character. So he's gonna get pregnant. <sighs> Venom's gay. So Venom would be the first black character that's gay. He beat out Brian Tyree Henry, beat him out, he came out. Yeah, 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 it was, it went there. It, I mean, it was so, it, Venom has little to no story to the fact you had to have Venom come out as a gay character.
0: <laughs> that's, that's how
1: much story you don't have, you know. But only reason why I brought up uh, Brian Tyree Henry, I feel like he's a great actor. But I, I just, I just want to make that guess. I just want to put it on audio that uh, he's gonna have, he's gonna get pregnant and have a, a baby boy, a kid. That kid, that's his son. He might be adopted. He might be adopted, but I'm gonna go with the fact that he got pregnant. Cause they kept talking about this gay kiss that was so beautiful. And I'm like, all right, we can make a kiss just so beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. just a kiss in general, you know, what you're trying to sell me on this gay kiss, but, but yeah. And I'm just linking the two together because of course, Dave Chappelle came out earlier. So I I feel like I won't be bullied for speaking my mind. Maybe I will. My likes. Venom and Eddie Brock was funnier in this sequel. They made me laugh. I chuckled a couple of times. I didn't I didn't chuckle at all. I was just restless in the first Venom. Woody Harrelson. He did okay. You know, I, I, I can't put it on Woody. Uh, the. The script probably didn't give Woody enough to breathe into Carnage or Pletus. So, there was a post-scene, a post in post credit scene. I did enjoy that. I'll get back to that later. It wasn't boring like the first Venom, as I mentioned. I liked the chemistry with Eddie Brock. and also Dr. Dan Lewis. Even if it was cheesy. I think they should have ran a train. I think they're going to run a train. They're going to come. What am I talking about? What am I talking about? Who's putting these images in my head. Thinking about doggone Dr. Dan and Eddie Brock running a train on Anne. That's terrible. I enjoyed charades with Venom to figure out Cassie's plan. I felt that was dope him trying to scribble to get the, the message, not the message, but get the map, we getting all the symbols that Cassidy laid out. And that's how they found out where the bodies were. Let the bodies hit the floor, let the bodies hit the floor. I said it wrong. I know, give me hate mail. I kind of like Shriek being Carnage's weakness. I thought that was pretty cool. It would have been cooler if they would have used it at the end of the movie. But no, I don't think they did. I can't remember. I thought the cartoon was dope where they told Cletus. They told Cletus the story. Cletus, you know, how he met Shriek. I thought that was pretty cool, a little animation that was pretty cool the post-credit scene i I like the post credit that that was that's what made the movie to me was the post-credit scene i mean the whole scene where he goes to the hotel and he's chilling out and we're about to get in some heavy shit because what's the name noel the dark lord like noel is some something that just came out it's like a uh a big war that happened it's a war that happened with venom so yeah and another thing too venom was getting ready to tell eddie brock all of his secrets he was gonna like upload all of his memory or some of his memory into eddie brock just the history of everything and all of a sudden everything changed because i was kind of like all right uh, wow that was impactful you know what just happened what did you send him and I was kind of like, no, they're not going to go here. Because I know this was a difference. Like the sun was out. The hotel looked better. I was like, wait a minute. We can't know. Like, how, how did this? And then I, I thought about I thought about the one who remains. King the Conqueror. I was like, yo, Loki. Yo, OK. OK, and then all of a sudden. I said, no, they can't be going there. They can't be going there. And then they cut on the television and you see James J. Jamerson, JJJ, J. 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 on the screen talking about Spider Man. And I was like, holy shit. They went there. He is in the timeline. I was like, amazed. And then. Venom gave Spider-Man a lick-lick. He licked the screen. He gave him a little lick-lick. And I was confused. I said, why would Venom lick the screen? For Spider-Man, he never met before. But wait. 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 Think. Think about it. Think about it think what happened think what happened think what was said all of the symbiotes are all connected no matter what realm what dimension no matter where they are they're all linked so that the symbiote from spider-man new Spider-Man that's why he gave the screen a little lick lick that is exactly why Venom gave it a little lick lick because he recognized the Spider-Man outfit and Venom he liked Spider-Man at first actually think about Venom being the ex-girlfriend that's crazy who can't get enough of him will scratch your car up, do all types of things. Tell everybody your business, make up lies about your business. But she's just not a symbiote. Yeah, I mean I thought that was I thought that was pretty interesting how they did that. I thought it was cool. That's the tie in to the Spider-Man 3 movie we were talking about earlier. Where they fought a symbiote in spider-man 3 remember peter parker was the bad peter parker but funny enough there is no bad eddie brock the symbiote for some reason doesn't change eddie brock that that will be a dislike because it's it's out of character now you know he's changing the symbiote the symbiote's not changing him my comparisons for this film I compare this film to the thing. I also compare this film to natural born killers. Especially with with Shriek and Cletus. I've, it had a very natural born killers vibe. The thing. Especially the part where when Cletus was getting the injection, the lethal injection started shaking. And that's how the thing was shaking. I think when it was on the table and it was like the body was just jerking and stuff. I think they got that from the thing. I could be wrong. But it looked very thingish. My rating I give it seven chickens. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. I'm gonna give it seven. I'm gonna give it seven Tritophian were the tritopheans critical tritopheans Tryptophan is the sole precursor of serotonin l tryptophans role in brain serotonin synthesis is critical for mood behavior and cognition the serotonin is often referred to as the happiness molecule low serotonin levels can be result in pain insomnia and depression seasonal affective disorder and chronic fatigue that's what venom would eat out of the human brain so now he relies on chocolates. so that is it for critical blue reviews i am your gracious host critical Thank you very much for listening. So, time for me to cut out. You all enjoy, and I hope you enjoyed this podcast.